Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is DJ. And this is Ish. And this is season, season six, six of Better Let Me Tell You. So I am here, honestly, I'm a little in awe right now because, as you know, we like to bring talent on to the show, but it's usually like talent that's like one at a time. Right. But now I've got double the talent, two women in front of me who we've had on the show before. Lucy, I think we're actually going to start like the Lucy Lopez Club because you've probably been on the show more than anybody else at this point. And you know what? I I hold that title dearly to my heart. Like that is something that I'm very proud of. And if you were to make me like a little trophy... Just We're going to make a plaque, please. a plaque, because it takes okay. up less space if you put it on right. a wall. So if you could not hear from the, from the voice, we're here with the inimitable Lucy Lopez. And we are also here with the insanely talented Vanessa Garcia. And the reason that we're here, aside from the fact that I just love talking to talented ladies, is they're both involved in a new world premiere, right? Yeah. Play at the Arsh Center called Hashtag Graced. And so we're here to talk about the play. I want to hear all about it. I want to hear, because Vanessa, you know, you wrote it. Lucy, you're in it. I want to hear how you came up, what the story is, how you came up with it, how you got involved. I mean, I just, this this show's not going to be about four hours long. I just wanted to let you <laughs> know. because Yeah, yeah. This episode's going to be about four hours. I think my bosses in the other room will destroy you, will pull me out by my hair, and it would be really ugly. Yeah, the two directors have given us an hour. Oof. Okay, well. Did they, did yeah. they really? Oh yeah. my gosh. An hour for three Cubans? Good luck. I know. Um. And with Ish, I'm like, oof, Ish is going to like, get in there and like ask me the questions that people I know him so I'm here like 
What is he going to ask? Rightfully so. But we'll start with we'll start with Vanessa to let you squirm a Thank little you. bit. Yes, Thank yeah, you. yeah. So Vanessa, you know, as the writer of the show, hashtag Grace. I mean, as anybody who's listened to our show knows, you've definitely been busy. Um, you know, you've written several plays. I think you just mounted one with Richard Blanco not yeah. that long ago. Mm-hmm. You've written a children's book. I'm pretty sure you probably assembled some IKEA furniture too in that time. Like yeah. you've done everything. Two bookshelves. Well, there you go. Because we're because <laughs> you've got to you've got to put your books that your you wrote book. somewhere. Yes. That's right. So what? Hey, when the hell do was, you find time for it to was write another play? Because one of our, our what are those drifting bookshelves? Yeah. The ones that don't have anything fell. <laughs> it fell. Okay, the lovely, beautiful drifting. It drifted it, down. It just yeah, it crashed yeah. on the ground. So we had to we had to do some IKEA stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk all about your IKEA. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you you wrote this play hashtag Grace. Hey, when the hell did you find the time? But when did the idea come to you? And give, tell us a little bit about what the story is. Yeah. So please take forever. This The idea for this started like 2007, 2008. Wow. Yeah. No joke. And um, and then it actually first draft really got written around 2015. Um, and then it got really developed again. Um, 2019, 2020. Um, and it was supposed to have a, a premiere in New York through the WP project, um, through yeah, in in Manhattan, and uh, it. Well, we all know what happened in March of 2020. What so, happened? I'm, I'm, I, no, something. I happened? forgot. We were like amnesia. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> so so basically, it didn't happen, and then it went online. Like it was uh, the show has social media as a character. Which is sitting right next to me. Okay. Well, she, I mean, she is. Uh, talk about properly cast. Yes. <laughs> yes. The queen of social media, playing the queen Damn of social right. media. Yeah. Just quiet. Yep. Just exactly. Quiet, quietly, the queen. Well, I will say that that character was sort of this like small character that would appear and was inside of the play, but then once it was like, wait, we have Lucy. I went to South Carolina. I know that's weird, but I took a road trip to South Carolina, went into some weird Airbnb, and um, rewrote a, her whole thing, and she became a, a lead, like a, a very leading role, because if you have Lucy Lopez, you're not going to waste that. I have to say you're probably the first person ever to channel Lucy Lopez in South Carolina instead of Hialeah. <laughs> like, as a rule, I think yeah. I, I yeah. think you definitely are an outlier. Yeah, because you have to, if you go to South Carolina, then you hear it more, right? Because it, like, resonates That's in your true. brain. That's true. Yeah, you yeah. hear there's too much of the of the noise. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you say social media is a character, and, you know, we'll get into into the character, but so what is the story about? Like, if, if you mm-hmm. know, we had to come up with a little yep. elevator pitch, as they say, yes. you know? So, this is a road trip play with a woman at the helm um, and she happens to be Cuban-American and she's in search of what it means to be American right now. She's also gone through a divorce. She just, you know, went through a divorce and she's on the road with her fuck buddy and the son of her sponsor, Monteverde Moonshine. It's the the same same person. person. Yes. Yes. There's one. And the name is Monteverde Moonshine? That's right. Okay. Monteverde Moonshine is the, the sponsor. So it used to be called, this play used to be called Grace Sponsored by Monteverde. 
before Amparo even existed, <laughs> I wrote a play uh, about uh, being sponsored by <laughs> a Are you serious? I'm you, super serious. Have you had any Monteverde moonshine? No, I thought you were making this up. No. I, th- no? I, thought, I, thought that was, I thought that was like the name of the person. I'm like, whenever I go on the lamb, I'm going to use that as my name. You Monteverde moonshine. No, it's real. No. Give him a follow. It's like yeah. Yeah. excellent, excellent like drink. It's really? great moonshine, yeah. See, I'm not a well, big it's moonshine. Not act- it's not actually, you can't really sell moonshine. Am I right? Right, because right. moonshine, exactly. <laughs> right. The definition of moonshine is that it's illegal, yeah. right? Right. So, but this is this is a, a, a wonderful spirit that you can actually purchase. So good. Yes. And that definitely shows the South Carolina. Yeah. You know, because moon, moonshine is all about, but I'm saying moonshine is yeah. all about the, the mountains and, yes. and the Carolinas America. and Tennessee. Yeah, America. <laughs> exactly. With emphasis on the apostrophe. Uh, so... That, okay, so it's a it's a road trip, mm-hmm. and she's trying to figure out what it means to be American. And her her I'm trying to, trying to get this right. Her lover, yes, is also the son of her sponsor. Yes, and the name of of the guy is his name is Louis. Oh, Louis! I thought it was Monteverde de Moonshine. No, his no. sorry, I am so confused. I am I th- okay. <laughs> see, when you said sponsor, I thought like she was a recovering alcoholic. No, <laughs> so that's are, you, are you okay? Do we need to? Should we take a time out and we can go over your issues? I that's what it was. I thought it was like, oh, her so- it's the son of her sponsor. This is the kind of publicity we need. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. N- no, she she's not that kind of sponsor. It oh, is, is okay. The one, okay. Yeah, it's the alcohol. brand sponsor. Okay. The brand you know, sponsor. Okay. No, no, I, you would think hashtag I work in marketing, sponsor. right? You think yeah. I would know this. I was going to say. Yeah, it's like, but this is why Lucy keeps coming back to the show because she knows I'm just insane <laughs> and I have no clue what's going on in my own life. Um, so... You know, so you're mentioning social media as a character, and and it sounds like it's it's um I'm assuming it's a, a fully female production, right? I mean, with the exception of of the lover role, um, oh, you know, because wow. I know you you know obviously you two are ladies, and the co-directors are women <laughs> as well. I think we just realized um, <laughs> that there's is, predominantly. Wait, hang on, no, is there no, only wait, wait, don't, the there's designer. two? No, guys. No, let's reel it back there's a lot of women there's a there's a lot of estrogen there's a lot of women but there's not 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 solely and singularly very very non-binary okay all right (laughs) everything (laughs) it's an inclusive play (laughs) no it is i wish this was a video podcast right now (laughs) so you could see the vibe that these women are giving because i i'm 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 feeding off of it like you don't even understand right now we're in a bubble and you've just entered the bubble and i'm it's weird for me because i'm like wow i've been in this bubble for a long time (laughs) and now you're here and i'm like how do we interact with ish (laughs) this is weird even when i saw you the other night at the at the production of little Little i was like I, I'm not ready to, to like, be around humans. I'm not going to lie. It did feel a little bit like you were kind of like, there are people around. And I'm I'm interacting because this is how people interact. Yeah. But, but it, you did feel like your, your your head was somewhere else a little it bit. Is. You know? It like, is. Yeah. It is. So let's talk about that a little bit. So how did you get involved <laughs> in this production? Because... I auditioned. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. I cool, auditioned. Cool. And I'm... And, and then she was cast. And, and then, then she was cast. cast. And that's the end of the show. Thank you for coming. No. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks. But I mean, you know, I, I would say most people don't know you as an actor. Sure. Inherently. I mean, I, one I, could argue that what you did on the radio was acting because there's was, there's Lucy Lopez and then there's Lucy Lopez, right? Yeah, yeah. And you also did, you know, voices and, and characters. Right, right. But I would venture to say this is probably the first time people will see you in something like this, right? Like on stage and raw, dare I say? Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think that this is a side of me that um, a very select few people know about um, and that I've shared with, that this is this is where my next chapter is leading me to. I, I, I just feel that um, I have been acting for 25 years. Um, Lucy Lopez is, that's who I am, but there are parts of her that I wrote and I perfected and um, it was very just different. Uh, I don't think a lot of people understood my character on or off air. Really? And those who got it were like, oh shit, like you are her, but like you're kind of not. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I feel that you know, I, I love my community. I love my city. If there's anything my city needs, I'm there for and, them. And we love you back. And I, I'm speaking for the city. Thank you. And and I want to help the arts, and I want to help our, our community, and I want to help our, our, our Cuban Americans and, and those on the island who need uh, their voices to be heard. And I'm a mom, and I, you know, care about my kids' school and education. So there are parts of me that I live every day that are Lucy Lopez. But there was a whole other side of me that I was very quiet and very secretive about. And that was my love of acting and writing. And, uh, you know, I have big dreams. And I don't know if manifesting and, and, you know, talking to the universe and talking to God a lot about it introduced me to Vicky and Vanessa. and, And I'll never forget that and I'll, and I'll always be indebted to them as as collaborators as creative friends but more importantly I've I've never and I talked about this earlier in the green room I never had like a a mentor per se because I did everything on my own and I did do some stuff that other Hispanic women in this market didn't really get to do right and I got to do but I did it um I just did it on my own, <laughs> knee skinned, bruised up, and I did it. And I'm at a point right now where I have mentors and I have guidance into what I really want to do. And it's it's comforting. I feel safe, you know? That shit's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to tear up a little bit here because I feel like I, no, I feel I like just, I just feel really safe. I feel like I belong, and it's not that I never felt I didn't belong in radio. That's not what I'm saying. What no, I'm, but I, 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 I don't think that's like, what I, I don't think that's that's coming. Well, at least to me, that's not what's coming across. Is I think anyone who's never been in in theater, let's use theater as as the sure. what we're talking about specifically right now. Sometimes you can feel like, am I going to be accepted? into that world are they going to understand what i'm doing are they and there's also a perception sometimes that theater is snooty right Uh and it can be in some horrible cases so you do walk in a little bit like you know are are these the cool kids like are the cool kids gonna let me sit at their table i hear what you're saying but i've been through so much crap in my 25 years of radio that it's like I'm. I have like alligator skin. I am a crocodile. I am that alligator that Otto von Schirach sings about. That's hanging out in the Everglades. Like I'm that alligator. Like I'm like, all right, cool. Like you don't you don't vibe with me. You don't get it. It's cool because so there's a lot of things that Vicky and Vanessa are doing right now in this world that I'm pretty sure this world doesn't get. 
And I think that's important, and I just love it. I just, I'm like, okay, I like this. This is good. You know, for me. you're an alligator, and you have a thick skin, but at the end of the day, you're still a human being. You're still a person. Yeah. And, and yeah. like you said, there's Lucy Lopez, the per, the public persona, and then yeah. there's the Lucy Lopez who goes home every day. You know. Yeah. And, and mm-hmm. so, were you were you able to tap in? I'm flipping back to yeah, Vanessa sure. here, like coming back and forth. Like, so you know, you say obviously you auditioned and, and you got the role, and, and then you said, okay, I got to go back and mm-hmm. and kind of retool this to to bring out everything that is you know yeah. Lucy Lopez. What was it about her in that audition that just at, you said, boom. This is it, and now I gotta go back. So I'm gonna go back to something you said before about theater being snooty, which I agree. Sometimes it can do that, right? And I think what Vicky and I, and also Sarah, who's the the co-director here, what we want to do here right now is bring people who are not theater people into <laughs> the theater. You know what I mean? Like, come see the show, which is like about what's happening right now. You know, so actually having people that haven't ever been in a rehearsal process is the best thing ever because it just jolts every default setting and it does everything we want to do anyway so it's the biggest blessing um it is great it's like the thing you know it's full of energy it has a whole new energy and we love it like it's, it's we feed off of it you know um and with lucy i feel like it wasn't even just it's not just the audition right it was we met we met Matt, right? Like everybody knows Lucy Lopez, right? But then we met Matt at the Rum Garden. At Amparo. At, at the Rum Garden of Amparo. My mom was playing dominoes. Yes. Me. You guys were sitting across from each other. It's probably the biggest Miami meat cute I've heard ever. <laughs> like, it's like, you know. I was playing dominoes with my mom. Playing dominoes yeah, at a rum garden. At a rum yes. garden. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Vicky and I come over. Mm-hmm. And we start talking. And then there was just sort of like, oh, we're going to do stuff. It just was in the air. Yeah. In oh, oh, this is something. Okay, put a pin in it, kind of in your brain somewhere, and then it just one thing leads to the other. We start like, if you want to talk about an audition, it was like from 2019 to 2022. You know what I mean? Like, me yeah. and we were just becoming yeah. friends. I think mm-hmm. you know, and getting to know each other, and then the thought of oh, what if mayhem is Lucy was like the most exciting thing ever and then you know okay formally auditioned to her whatever but it, it wasn't so much the audition as the as the excitement of what if what if it's lucy and then she does it and you're like oh yeah we're right so so you were you were tailoring it you know as as they say like a lucy lopez type no and then she auditioned? No, or, no, no, or no, no. she auditioned so, and, so and then... mayhem, like the, the, the social media mayhem of this universe was always there, right? And then I didn't tailor it to Lucy until this, this year. Got it, got yeah. it, okay. But, but the thought of the character that was there being inhabited by Lucy was like, oh my God, that's so exciting, you know? And it allowed for things like, you know, a, a scene with Elvis and a donkey and all a lot of things that are in the show. So her last Halloween. Yeah, so so there's there's a lot of things that happen and then I was like, Lucy can totally do that and that and that and that and that. And you know, you have the person in your head when you're when you're doing the rewrites and it's that's the best thing ever, you know? Um, so yeah, it was like, not just the audition. It was a long, it was it was courtship. Oh, we've been dating. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> They're ready to go public, everyone. That's what this is. It's their coming out. Um, but so, you know, you mentioned that 
the the character, the main character, she is Cuban American, mm-hmm. but it is about America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not necessarily the Cuban American experience, shall we say? Which I think you know some would some would say is specifically even as you know coming mm-hmm. from Ambato, right? Which yeah. has I mean it's still. It, I, it was what 2019 mm-hmm. that it ran, and I think people are still feeling the impact and still talking about it. You know, three four years later. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70 percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Was that a conscious choice on your part to be like, I want to explore this, but I, I want to spin yeah. it on its head a little bit and, mm-hmm. and, and take it to that next level? Or was it just the character came to you and, and you took it from there? A thousand percent intentional, meaning um, also also just um, truthful. Like we are Cuban American, like we are that. It is a real thing. And also I feel like the thing that has been happening, at least to me, over and over again is, okay, how do you move outside of this particular bubble and translate an experience beyond it and connect to other experiences? that are your experience that is the american experience and how do you um both a sort of blanket protect defend and criticize the i said both but that was a lot of things um all at once you know and uh and you know i'm i'm who i am so there's a there's some a lot of cuban american stuff in it let's there's a there's an underlying of course but it's not it's not it's not like um and we're not apologizing for the abs- Cuban American Absolutely things. not. Like, no, but but it's like I say on this show like we, you know, everything we do on this show is has to be from the perspective of two Cuban Americans cuz yeah. I'm not a white guy from Nebraska. Right. Yeah. I can't speak to that experience and so right. imagine, you know, to to a degree, yeah. there's going to have to be that undercurrent. Yeah. And it's like what, you know, and it it sort of spins off the like, you know, Karak on the road but like Cuban-American on the road. And actually the interesting thing is that when you delve super deep into the thing, they're not that different, you know? And and a, 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 like a woman doing, and the whole thing is just what's interesting about it is all the gray and all the nuance and all that space in between instead of those those sort of extremes we've been bouncing between um, in the U.S. for the past couple of years. It's funny you say that, that, you know, I didn't think about it so right now. The fact that the main character is a woman, I think historically so many of these road trip yep. plays have been male or male written. And, you know, f- what is it for every wild? That's the one that Reese Witherspoon, right? You've got, you know, Kerouac, Fear and Loathing, all space. You've got like all these, you know, man on the road discovers himself. Yes. And first of all, that's refreshing. So thank you for, for doing that with a female. But what do you think would be the biggest, is the biggest difference between, you know, 
that type of a story with a with a male protagonist versus a female protagonist. Oh my god. A I mean, penis? everything. Yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> a penis. I mean, she could carry a fake one with her, you know. And, and yeah. Yeah. I mean, she sort of does, I guess. <laughs> hey. I love she's dropping these things. Like she's, she kind of does, but I'm not yeah. gonna tell you how. So you come see the play. Could be a pen. Could be. <laughs> Talk about runny ink. Anyway. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I think that everything is different, and at the same time, it is, it's an act of self-discovery, and it's very adventurous, and it's also outward-seeking, so in that sense, it's similar, but the entire engine of the vehicle is different, and it's a different perspective and a different point of view, and there's, you know thoughts that happen that are, that are different because you're just literally in a different body and point of view, you know. <laughs> I don't personally, but so yes, I, I would Let's assume. just say that the, that, and the, the first scene, in one of the like, second scene, um, depending, yeah, the second scene, uh, she's, she's uh, the, the guy's like, I feel dirty, I feel used, I feel, you know, like all the lines that we hear from, from women usually actually come out of the male character's mouth very earnestly, <laughs> I think. And honest, like yeah. you're, you yeah. feel for him. So yeah. I, as a woman, like when you're hearing the character Lewis say lines like, I feel dirty, I feel yeah. used. You're like, yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah. And um, it's it's fun. It's because, I don't know, like being Cuban-American, being a woman and all that. It's like, huh, como te sienta ahora? <laughs> it's like that vibe like, as toma. an audience. Toma, exactly. Yeah. And the famous words of people, toma. Right. And it's like, it's so cool. It's, oh, I love it. And our, 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 our central character is complicated. She's, you know, yeah, you might love her, you might hate her, I don't know. But she's complicated. But that just means she's interesting. Yeah. That means she's interesting. And you, you mentioned self-discovery, and I'm going to pose a question to both of you. So being that this is a play about self-discovery, a story about self-discovery, what would each of you say you have either discovered or are discovering, because it's a journey, about yourselves by doing this production? Oh God! I was gonna say that. I was gonna say you first. Um, space to edit. I know. I put it like uh, that's like a, a hard one, especially when you're like in the thick of the production, right? Because it's it's still happening. You I know, think. it's so. I, I feel very different at this moment in my life. And I actually feel like it's a very specific moment. And um, I kind of, it's funny because I joke around with like my mother. I'm like, I might be going through a midlife crisis that might be happening, which is actually interesting. Like I always say this, if, if, if 20th century literature was the male midlife crisis, 21st might be the female. And it's a whole other animal. Um, but it's also like this self-assurance um, about the thing that you do and at the same time being like constantly in the know of how to how to plan how to change and how to do and how to you know like there's it's not like oh, I know what I'm doing it's just I know enough what I'm doing to be incredibly comfortable okay. do you know what I mean like it's not, not taking anything for granted I don't I don't I don't take anything for granted I also am like I don't know I feel a little bit more relaxed in that 
I, I know what I want this thing to do, you know? And it's not, um, I'm not like, please, and, and like really anxious. And I'm like, yeah, I worked really hard. <laughs> and I'm, you know, tired. <laughs> and, you know, here it is. This is this thing. And let's, you know, do something with it. <laughs> and, and, and it's very, it's always incredibly... I mean, you see it in the room. You're constantly changing things. This is not saying that, like, you go into a room saying, I don't know. It's like you're constantly changing the thing and playing with the thing and da-da-da-da. But that is just, there's a fun and confidence to the thing that just is a little bit more relaxing in the sense of, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just like I just turned 44. I think that's what it is. Is that what it is? Because I turned 44 in August. Okay, so, it's, so, this is going to happen. Okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait like for it. It's the double 22. Something <laughs> happens. It's, you're just like, oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm going I'm to listen to this episode like the day before my birthday <laughs> just to remember what you said. And so when I start feeling all that anxiety, I'll be like, no, no. <laughs> Vanessa said this was coming. It's calm. It's, it's happening it's, it's now. Calming. I'm feeling it. All right. I, it's Light calming. a candle and just, you know, sit it's with like, it. It's like, okay. And it's just like very, sometimes it's just a very straightforward. And it's like, wow, that's that now. I guess that's who I am. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And my sister's like, that's a little bitchy. I'm like, I don't think so. I'm just being straightforward. <laughs> and not, not mean, just... Accepting. That's it. This is what this is. I'm, I'm kind of have to echo everything she just said. <laughs> I'm at a point in my life right now where I'm... It's like a combination of like, huh... That's how I like eggs. <laughs> and that would be how? <laughs> uh, fried. Okay. And runny. And, <laughs> and it's just like, oh, this is, this is how I want it. This, th- I'm, I'm comfortable. I'm super sure of myself. Um, I, there's moments where I question, like, I'm like, oh, is this, am I? And I go, no, this is what it is. Um, my husband and I have a joke where uh, he he'll <laughs> whatever he'll make dinner and he'll look and I'll go oh you you added a a little bit more paprika than last time he goes yeah you know what we're living on the wild side <laughs> <laughs> and I just have like this moment of like as I'm in rehearsals right now where I'm like I don't know everything and I'm totally okay with yeah. that and I'm actually feel more secure about myself as a performer in the room surrounded by these incredibly talented actors and entities and just like I'm just like blown away like Sarah Hughes and Vicky Goyal and Vanessa Garcia is in my room and you know and anybody else would like shit the pant you know they were like oh my god yeah Yeah, and 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 they should because that's a hell of a lot of talent so for me I'm like oh my god this is this is so cool um and I I'm imagining that's what it feels like to just be the fly on a wall in their offices where I, I feel like I'm in the bubble and I belong in the bubble. I belong here. This is where I belong. Um, and this is like, like, I'm okay. Like, even if I don't know an answer to something, I'm not driving home panicking that I don't know, that I didn't know this, that I didn't know that. I'm just like, yeah, I didn't know it. So what do you want me to do? 
What do you? Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's a little bit like being a mom. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and Vanessa obviously a mom as well. Where like my kids come to me sometimes I'm like, "Mommy, I have a an I an I ready test. I have they have their exams are coming up very soon like where they get placed and all that." And she was like, "What if I get a a 700?" And I go, "Who cares? <laughs> You're going to the 5th grade next year." Yeah. Like I have that I did it once to comfort someone mm-hmm. and to let them know everything is going to be okay. But now I'm telling myself the same thing, but I believe it. Yeah. Which is fucking wild, right? Yeah. Do as I do, as I say, not as I do, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's so easy for us to where we like tell people like, yeah, no, you got to believe in yourself. It's going to be great. And then we turn around and we're like, well, imposter syndrome is what I live and breathe. <laughs> you right, know? And, right. and yeah, no, you're absolutely and, right. And it's tough because... This is a perfect opportunity for me to completely crash and burn. I'm I'm being real with you. Like it's just this is the one where I'm like, isn't this gonna go to hell? <laughs> but like I'm almost like, and if it does, wonderful. Like I'm just like it's it's like I I'm I feel like this is going to be one of those moments in Miami culture that people are going to talk about. This is a different look at who we are as Cuban Americans. This is not the. Yeah. This is torn between two countries and no. the whole right. No. Oh, and there's there's fleckles of that, but it's not. It this is us. Yeah. It's weird. It's like and 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 truthfully, saying grateful is real because. It's awesome that it's happening at the Arch Center at Zoetic Stage in yeah. a place that, I mean, you know what I mean? Like that on. is, I mean, that about is, a blessing. Yeah. exactly. And that is something that I do wake up and say, thanks God, you know, like, thank you, thank you, thank you Papa Dios. Yeah, like, you know, that, and, and you know, and Zoetic opened that, that door for us to do that here, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's just, another thing that's just so, so important. So Yeah. I mean, local theater, local productions, local every, like, we just really need to embrace it and, and, mm-hmm. and, and take advantage of the fact that it is here. Yeah. You know, because if not, I mean, I love a Broadway show as much as the next person, you know, <laughs> I'll stay, take away my gay card, but, <laughs> you know, you have to have that local production to yeah. give the voices of the community, which I think you both in in your own ways historically have always done and now the thought of that coming together plus you know plus all the other contributors like it excites me it excites me in you know in, in a very so. genuine way i'm just, not gonna lie just to give the the broadway a little nod um we do have an original song <gasps> yes in in our in our play. please tell me it's lucy with top hats and, and canes <laughs> chill. no chill chill <laughs> So I I think I'm in the yeah I'm in the yeah you do sing yeah I do. but yes I do sing but it's she not, sings twice I'm, actually but but um oh, I do. yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah there's an original song that was recorded in Nashville with the Cuban cowboy um, are you familiar with the Cuban cowboy I am not this he is was the face the of someone voice. who's not familiar yeah he, and um, and my sister who's in, in not Nicole just because she's my sister but she's an incredible songwriter so we all came together made this thing. Um, First of all, wait a minute. These people went to Nashville to record a song. Yeah. To record let's, a let's, country song. Let's just stop and, and let that like wash over us, right? Yeah. yeah. A country song. Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to bring up my radio days, but here goes. But- <laughs> the most 
the amount of cubano cubiche that would go to Kiss's uh, chili cook-off in yeah. C.B. Smith yeah. Park was astounding. It's crazy. La pila de guano que viven in Gatlinburg. Yes, a lot. Yeah. It's well, like... Wajiro's a Wajiro in any language. bro. Like, that is facts. That's why it's a folk song at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Like, they wrote a country (laughs) song. Do you understand? (laughs) We have our own moonshine. I have boots. Do you understand the significance (laughs) of this play? No one is wearing a Guayabera. (laughs) No. That's true. No one. No one. At least on stage. I'm yeah. just At least saying, on stage. I just, and there's nothing against that. It's just, it is what it is. It's different. It's, oh. We have our own moonshine. Yeah, we do. We do. And Monteverde moonshine. Monteverde, at Monteverde moonshine. Can't keep a good moon from shining. Oh. I love that this has just become like a free-for-all of like <laughs> Nashville. No, I love it. I'm just, I'm going to sit back. I'm just going to let you girls go because I'm loving this. I'm, I am not, I'm not even joking when I say that. You know me, Lucy. I'm like, I'm like, you go. You got, I'm, I'm like, shit, I'll take a sip of my coffee. Like I am here for this. You know, you're saying, you're literally saying, hey, you know, uh, I'm like really excited. No, I don't. It's like, yes, but then there's this. It's, there's so many wonderful elements to this play that I'm telling you, people are going to come out of there going, damn, we did that because it's we. Yeah. It's not, it, they're not going to go, they ate that. They're going to be like, man, we, that was, that was like, uh, that was like us. That was about Miami. Us. That was us. If they say that we succeeded. We did. Yeah. Well, they will. And I, I, I'm looking into the crystal ball of, you know, the future. But I mean, again, and, and I, I hate to keep saying it because I sound like I'm just going to broken record, but it's just like knowing the degree of talent that both of you have and are bringing in the passion. Like, honestly, like I'm almost tempted to be like, can y'all just give me like a one woman show version of this when we stop recording? Because like, I'm, we're not going to be here for the premiere of the show on, on May 5th. And now I'm really, I was pissed before. Now I'm really pissed. Like, I'm just like, you know, can, I, can y'all live stream it from the wings? Don't I don't worry, know. I, I feel like when by the time you come back, it'll be like the cowboy boots have been worn in. Okay, and okay, then okay. you're going to be like, wow. So it won't you give know? you like like guys anymore. Exactly. Okay. Like the okay. first time you're like, oh, they're so shiny and this is so cool. Oh my God. And then you're like, ooh, these are so comfortable. This is awesome. So both versions are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I will. I'm gonna take your word for it because <laughs> we are gonna come see the show. We will yeah. have to come see it obviously after opening weekend, May 5th, aquí in the Arch Center. Mm-hmm. People driving down for Tam- from Tampa to see this. I'm from uh, Jacksonville. Coño, Jacksonville. Yes, and that is far. That's the armpit of Florida. Yeah, I was gonna say like Tampa's far, but I'm like, oh, Tampa's doable. Bush Gardens, but like Jacksonville is like Coño, Jacksonville. They're coming from Jacksonville. And then people from Jersey are like, should we come down for yes. this? I'm like, and the Gatlinburgers. Yes. The Gatlinburgers are <laughs> Gatlinburg's gonna be empty that weekend. Yep, they're all gonna be. Here. All the Cubans are gonna be here. All the Cubans from Gatlinburg are gonna be here. Dude. They're gonna, but then they're gonna have the, the moonshine and think they're still in Gatlinburg. They are. So it works. It works That's perfectly. Sidebar: the people that the Cubanos that live in Gatlinburg originally lived in Miami Lakes. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> That's as good a point as any to, to start wrapping it up. Like I don't, I don't. Where do I go from there? If you're Cuban and you live in Homestead,
homestead, you don't, live to, you don't need to live over there. That's true. Sí. Lo único que falta es la montaña. Yes. In homestead, that's the only the yeah. only difference. Pero oh my god. Un poquito I, frío. I, well, that's true. Yeah, that's true because in homestead it's actually further down south, yeah. so forget it. The yeah. frío. Oh my god. What else do you want to ask us? I, you know what? I, I, well, I don't want to take up more time because it's like I think we're already on like 40 minutes and you only have an hour and you know I want to shoot the shit off off mic as well. Oh, okay. Just because that's how we do here. Like I always say, <laughs> we always say 20 minute interview that never happens. Um, yeah. And then you multiplied that by three Cubans. Good luck. Yeah. Um, but again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking time. I know you're in the middle of rehearsal. Like you're literally, it, we're in a room at the Art Center. Well, I guess they're still rehearsing maybe other scenes right yeah. now. Yeah. Yes, there's. Um. I really do appreciate it. I am super, super psyched. And I can't say this enough. First of all, you know, Vanessa, to you and, and, and the Abre Camino, you know, crew, thank you. Just a big heartfelt thank you for everything you, you do to, you know, whether explicitly or implicitly bring more awareness to the Cuban-American culture experience, et cetera. You guys do everything with love and, and it's just, it's sprinkled throughout and the talent that y'all have and the, I, I, I am in awe of you and I thank you for that because we need people like yourselves to continue, you know, so that we don't just look like a bunch of crazy people on the side of the road, right? With, with picket signs and things like to, to show that we're human beings. Yeah. So thank you. And the feeling is mutual. <laughs> and Lucy. <laughs> I, I, I don't have enough beautiful things to say about you just because, again, like Vanessa said, like, yeah, I knew you, Lucy Lopez, and radio, but through the last couple of years, we've become actual friends. No, and yeah. you, it makes me happy to see you. I said earlier in the interview that I got a little teary-eyed when you were talking about the experience, and I'm about to start getting teary-eyed again because you have so much inside of you, and I love, love, love to see it continue to just burst at the seams and come out in such a just genuine, authentic, positive way that it, I mean, yeah, I don't have enough words for that. What you doing? I don't have enough, you know, with with everything that I'm saying. So I cannot wait to see you up on that stage. And I mean, I may start standing ovation before you even say your first word. (laughs) But that's also because I'm expecting that when you sing, you're going to be dressed like Grizabella from Cats. It's, <laughs> oh uh, that's I think we're we're that's what I want to talk about off mic. Vanessa have yeah. some notes on on her costume when she sings. Yeah, Great. but um, but again, thank you, thank you, listeners. Hashtag graced here at the Art Center Miami, starting May fifth, running through the end it's of May first through mm-hmm. May twenty first. So you have bastante oportunidad to come see it. I don't want to hear like, ay, pero es que I didn't know and it only came out and only one day. No, you have like a month. Okay, no hola. So get your asses <laughs> down here. Support local theater. Support these fabulous women who are really just putting it all out there and, you know, making us making us look good. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you for, for the time. Thank, thank you, Ish. Thank you so much. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismaeliano, produced by Ismaeliano, and our theme, Pero Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.